Welcome to We the People with Umer Khan. Today I want to talk about a topic that I've seen a lot around me, courtesy LinkedIn, not so much courtesy Facebook, but anytime you sign into LinkedIn, first quarter, second quarter, I've seen the effects of that event opening up different personalities, opening up conversations, starting up conversations. And uh, it just happens that uh, different companies just keep going through that. It is a never-ending cycle. And I'm talking about uh, the organizational restructuring, which affects mass surpluses. And I have been uh, thinking about uh, having a conversation uh, with a few people but in the end, I realized why have a conversation with others when you can use your personal experience in this context and just uh, lay out uh, some, uh, some facts and uh, some personal experiences and uh, some uh, personal lessons that uh, I was able to implement in context of uh, moving from one such event that I was uh, on the receiving end of. A few years ago. So yes, uh, I will be talking about uh, layoffs and how what goes on, how it impacts an individual uh, state of mind, probably relationships, and uh, your whole outlook on uh, things on work on lifestyle. And it was about uh, a few years ago, I was driving to work on 121 and I received a call and we all knew that the call was coming that day and uh, those calls uh, would be made to individuals uh, who did not make it, the, did not make it. So uh, they were not on the safe list. So I received the call and uh, I'm in two steps uh, above uh, me, my, one of my uh, supervisors, if I were to call one of my leaders and uh, he said, uh, hey, UK, man, I'm so sorry to um, call you, but I just wanted to uh, speak with you in person. Uh, I mean, over the phone, I wanted to speak with you personally to let you know that uh, you were not able to make it. And uh, yeah, there was silence. And I was driving the car on 121. And I was like, okay, why? That was one word that came out of my mouth. Why? I still don't have the answer to that. Well, I stopped looking for the answer about a year um, after that event. But uh, the first answer I received was, well, we used uh, different calculations, but I wouldn't be able to go into those details. And uh, why don't you come to work and uh, we'll see what we need to do. And um, even if you need to take a day off, uh, do that. I've already spoken with uh, so-and-so, and, -so, and uh, you can just take the day off and uh, come to work tomorrow. I was like, no, I've, I've got to come to work. So uh, I get to work, and uh, my team members, uh, folks that I work with, they were wondering, okay, who got the call? Who did not get the call uh, around the organization? Because it was a big day in context of that event. Finally, news started spreading out, uh, so-and-so received the call, and um, I mean, people are being consoled, people are being um, talked to, uh, people are being offered to, hey, you want to go home, go home, you want to take the time, take time, or whatever you want to do. 
And my boss calls me and he's like, hey, you know what, Umer, um, I completely understand if you want to take the day off. Uh, I asked uh, your peer, he's going to take the day off. He didn't want to be here, so he's taking the day off. I was like, you know what, Brian, no, you know me, I'm not going home. I'm going to do what I do and uh, we'll deal with it. And that was that. That was the initial setback. I texted my wife as soon as I parked. And well, you know what? I got the call. She was like, what the hell? I was like, yeah, what the hell? But uh, that's all I said to her. Well, probably I texted her a lot more profanities, but uh, that's between me and her. I'm not going to share those. And uh, how I shared the news with whom? Well, it was my wife I shared the news with and one of my trainers, uh, the very first mentor I had in this country what, 10, 11 years ago, I shared the news with her and uh, she was lost. She was just lost for words. There were a lot of, um, I mean, F-bombs, a lot of cuss words, a very colorful uh, choice of words that was used in our conversation. But uh, towards the end of it, she said, you know what, Umer, um, this is not the end. And uh, I've known you for all these years and uh, you're going to find a way. I was like, yeah, right. I don't care what you're saying. And I just want to let you know this is what happened. So, uh, well, we terminated the conversation and I went about my day. And uh, what did I do at that point to keep myself calm? Really nothing. Um, The fact that I was at work meant that I had to be calm. And over the course of years, I've, uh, I've realized that I really don't have to to do a lot of hard work to keep myself calm. Uh, I'm able to keep a very good poker face. And that ability came really handy that March a few years ago. And, uh, well, that January till March a few years ago, because that was a period of about 60 days during which I had to find a job inside the company, um, either at the same level or a step down or in a different department, If not, then uh, I'd be taking uh, the severance package and I'd be bidding farewell. So I got on with my work, my plan. Well, there was no plan other than to secure a job. And uh, that was it. Those were the only two individuals that I told this to. Uh, My wife and my first trainer, my first manager, my first uh, mentor, still the best mentor I've had um, ever in my life. Um, She's now an executive director with the same organization. And uh, anytime I ask anything, I mean, that one person is there. So uh, thank you for being there. Now going back to a few questions that I've been fielded uh, when I've been, when I was asking people to share their uh, stories after being laid off. So uh, I just jotted down a few questions. So and uh, one of those questions is, uh, did you feel guilty and blame yourself for being laid off? Uh, well, I mean, many times that thought crossed my mind. And I started thinking, what the hell did I not do right? Uh, did I not play the game? Did I not uh, do the job the right way? Did I miss a memo somewhere uh, along the line? Or uh, what did I not do Or did I not have good trainers, uh, people who would uh, show me how to do things a certain way? Or was it just one of those things that just happened? So yes, somewhere along the line, 
there were some guilt uh, feelings. Um, there was some blame. But uh, being the person I have, have been always, plus it helps when your dad has always told you growing up, either you can do something with a smile on your face or with a frown on your forehead, I decided to use the smile. And I just decided to not think about um, the guilty thing. Because so many times I was also thinking, why me? And I was not letting that question go. Why me? And uh, it was really hard. I shared that question with a few folks and they had no answer. No one would. Only people who uh, made the decision would. But, I mean, come on, who am I kidding? Would they really want to share the details of that answer? No. No way in hell they would. So uh, I just had to get over that feeling um, and just move on. And there were there people in the inner circle whom I could share the news with? I mean, well, it was just my wife and uh, my trainer, and no one else. I really didn't care about telling anyone about it because, one, it was none of anyone's business. Two, anyone who cared enough would not want to know. And anyone who did not matter enough did not deserve to know. So that was my philosophy for not telling anyone and just going about my business and our business. And uh, in hindsight, that turned out to be a pretty good decision. I mean, thank goodness, alhamdulillah, it was uh, a good thing that we did. There were certain fears. uh, There were thoughts, uh, oh my God, okay, so if I'm going to step down, if I'm going to take a job that does not pay as well, um, does not have good hours, uh, how am I going to be with the family? How am I going to support the household? Uh, So on and so forth. So um, a six-month rainy day fund came into play because uh, when we got married, we decided let's work our existence off to create a rainy day fund that can last us four to six months. So we did that. And um, it did come to the rescue. So uh, yes, all those financial pundits, uh, I mean, they'd be laughing out loud right now. So well, we did it and it actually worked. And uh, what it also helped me realize is to keep building that funnel, uh, that fund, I said funnel, Keep building that fund because you never know when you're going to end up needing it again. Do everything in your power not to need it, but uh, in case you need it, it should be there. And then another question was, uh, did you make a resolution for having some special savings for a similar situation? Well, yeah, we got down to work. And uh, as uh, that fund was being depleted, we started making sure that we were building on that fund slowly and gradually. Um, Rome was not built in a day, so it took some time. It took a lot of time. Man, it took a lot of time. But uh, yes, it's a work in progress. And um, a very good question. Did that impact your self-confidence for appearing in other interviews for your next jobs? Uh, Well, I want to relate to you. A conversation I had with one of the mentors in a mentor um, circle that I joined after that. And um, first name was Meredith. Meredith Karam. Phenomenal individual. She was one of the marketing AVPs. Uh, I believe she left the organization um, a few months after our mentorship ended. But 
what she said was, instead of being embarrassed about this fact of your life, wear it as a scar and be proud of it because of the actions you've taken after this happened. You could have easily left your job. You could have easily left the company, taken a severance package. But what you did was you decided to take the more practical route of um, taking a step down, keeping a job, keeping your benefits, and uh, staying afloat. So wear this as a badge of honor. And when someone asks you in any interviews, tell them that you're proud of stepping down. You're proud of getting back into the trenches and you're proud of doing the work that you needed to do to get back to where you belong. And sure enough, uh, 14 months later, I took a double promotion and um, I was back uh, to where I belonged. And at that point, everything I did was to make sure I never landed in that position, uh, that situation again, um, by having a plan, by making sure life is not just about job that pays your bills. Rather, it's about the people that you have in life. So um, yes, um, there were instances, but uh, the confidence came from that conversation I had with Meredith Karam. And it just reinforced uh, um, the confidence I had within. So um, it, it really did help me go a long way. Now, were there any impulse actions? Well, definitely there were. Uh, so many times I caught myself speeding on the highway, freeway. Um, I wasn't supposed to be doing that. Probably I shouldn't be sharing this with you. But um, in all honesty, um, yes, there were bursts of uh, speeding. Um, that was really the occasional, other than the occasional um, F-bomb drops in conversation, not in front of my wife or kids. But uh, yeah, those were some uh, colorful expression words that I uh, let out in the vehicle. So that that's uh, really um, how things went. Now coming to if I were to share some best practices with someone who might be facing this situation right now or who might end up uh, listening to my podcast after being in this situation or uh, if someone is forwarded this podcast, uh, a few things that I would tell them is uh, number one, embrace it. Shit happens. Get on with it. Uh, don't just um, keep crying over it. Get on with it. Accept the fact that it happened. Get up, start walking. No one's going to come to your rescue unless you do yourself. No one cares about you. You have to care about yourself. You cannot take care of others unless you take care of yourself. So I had to do it that way. I had to pick myself up. I had to get my existence to work every day where my boss told me, you know what, Umer? I mean, hats off to you. If I were in your place, I wouldn't be doing what you're doing. So hats off to you. So embrace it. Get on with life. Um, Two, don't get caught in why me. You're never going to get that answer. And uh, even if you do get the answer, there's going to be no closure. So move on. Forget why me. It happened. Life happens. If there are options available, take the most practical option available. Even if it kills you to take that option, take it. If you have family, if you have dependents, 
you've got to be very practical, uh, have a pragmatic approach. Unless you have uh, some fund, uh, annual fund that you're waiting on or you're sitting on, you've got to be very practical to be able to move forward. Take the most practical option. Take a job. I mean, a low-paying job, but get a job and start working while you work on getting back to where your pedestal was. Express yourself. It could be in terms of hobbies. It could be in terms of um, your verbal cues, nonverbal cues. And that expression, I've got to be very careful in uh, saying this, has to be selective. When you are alone and when you are people who look up to you for leadership, for protection. So you've got to be very selective. You cannot just uh, express yourself the same way while you are alone as well as when you are with family or kids because... um, I mean, shit hits the fan fast. There's no going back once your kids see you uh, just losing it. And uh, next would be create a plan. So what if you never had a plan? Well, uh, it's uh, never too late to create a plan. You have to have a plan. And once you have created that plan, do everything in your power to follow that plan to the T. Get with someone who can make sure that your plan is good. And by good, I mean it's solid because you're going to have to follow that plan every step of the way, no matter how much it hurts you, no matter how much it hurts your ego, your self-respect. You better make sure that you are killing your existence to follow that plan. So just to wrap it up, embrace that it happened. Do not get caught up in why me. If there are options available, take the most practical one. Do express yourself. Um, You're going to have to. um, Either it be like a dam or it be a controlled expression. Uh, I'm going to go with the controlled expression, but you're going to have to express yourself. Create a plan and then move heaven and earth to follow that plan. Well, This was a very uh, brief uh, glimpse into uh, what I went through and what my lessons learned uh, were after uh, getting that surplus call. Once again, this is Umer Khan. If you have any questions, comments, uh, feedback, please do share that with me. And uh, till next, take very good care of yourselves.